Over the last 18 months, I have been doing a ton of personal development, and it was all kind of triggered by this idea of finding balance and dealing with self-care. And I've been thinking a lot about balance lately and if it's possible. And if so, what does it look like? Because I've heard some people say balance is a myth. And then there are other people who are just like living the dream and everything seems great. And so in this episode, I want to really talk with you a little bit about um, what I see as possible or not possible and just have an open discussion about balance and what that looks like, what it doesn't look like, and how it can affect your business, your personal brand, and all that good stuff. So let's dive in. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is My Personal Brand Journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. So earlier today, I was on Voxer um, listening to some messages from a friend, and they're talking about balance. And they were talking about how they hoped that by the time they die, they'll have figured out how to create balance in their life. And that is one of their greatest desires to have this balance and to just really be able to like live and do all the things, right? With without losing energy, or I don't even know what. But uh, it really struck me because, well, one, <laughs> I hope I hope you guys don't have to wait to the end of your life to figure out the balance piece. Uh, but Two, uh, it's something that's been on my mind quite a bit lately because this past several months have been just huge in terms of personal growth for me. And I would say a lot of it started because I started thinking about self-care and what would I love things to actually look like in my life? Like what would balance be in my life if I didn't feel guilty about taking care of myself? and putting my needs first, or even caring for my own needs. Because, come on, let's be honest, all the parents out there, especially moms, we know that like everyone else tends to come first in our lives, and we just get the leftovers and are exhausted by the end of the day. That was me, like 100%. Like work, family, friends, all came before anything that I needed. Like my kids, I mean, I nursed and grew and whatever the kids like they were physically dependent on me almost completely for 14 years I think I had a two-year break in there where I wasn't pregnant or nursing and that's a huge commitment and like I always came last and I felt bad even taking time away from them because the needs were so great and when I would do self-care it felt so selfish it felt wrong and a year and a half ago at the mastermind with Stu McLaren in when we were in Miami. Actually, it was it was kind of embarrassing because it was like the very first thing he started with. He started talking about uh, making self-care a priority. And he had this beautiful teaching where he walked through kind of the, the order, the priority of things that he has, where it's self first and then family and friends and then your team for your business. And then after that, your best clients. And then after that, your free audience. And so I had that completely backwards. Like I was, I was doing all the free content and the blogging and you know how much I love blogging if you heard the last episode um, and then emails and all the things. And then after that, I'd answer my clients' questions. And then after that, you know, if I had to, I'd do my team stuff. And I hated, I, my team felt like a burden. I didn't want to give them my time, but I had to, right? And then after that, 
It was my family and friends. And I know it shouldn't have been in that priority, but if you looked at my time and you looked at what I was doing, it was clearly in that priority because we needed to pay the bills. We needed to like, you know, get our business growing and continue it growing. And if you've listened to the beginning of this podcast, you know we went through some really hard years. We had fast growth and then we had a fast decline. And now we're back up on a fast growth curve. But during that time when things were like falling apart, like work definitely came before family. And I I hate that that was the case. And I can make all the excuses as to why that was okay, but it wasn't. And like that, it just, it tended to, like it would, you can do it in a healthy way, but it wasn't healthy. (laughs) It was fear-based. It was stress-based. And then after that was me. And by the time you get to me, there was nothing left. There were no more hours in the day. There was no space in our lives for me to take any time for me. And then when I did, I just felt like a terrible person because all the other needs were so great. And so when Stu talked about that and he flipped it upside down and he basically told me to reverse my priorities. I mean, I was like sobbing, maybe not sobbing as hard as I could be, but I was, I was crying and leaking out of my eyes pretty hard right at the very beginning. Like it was unexpected for me. I did not expect to go to that and start crying right away, but it's because it hit home and there was something in me so deep that needed care that wasn't getting cared for. And I knew that I was empty and there was just all this guilt about like the shoulds. Remember we talked about the shoulds a couple episodes back about how I shouldn't feel that way or um, I shouldn't feel like I need to have that. I felt needy to myself and to my family. And and then I felt like a burden, like I shouldn't feel guilty for taking care of myself. Like all of this stuff, man, it was heavy. It was really heavy. And I don't know if you guys, if you deal with that at all, if you have those voices in your head and you have those struggles, but I definitely did. And it took me a while. And in part of that, I mean, I'll give you straight up honest, part of that was brought through my faith. Like wanting to be a servant leader and thinking that I should be able to be filled even if I'm giving out all the time. And I didn't ever really take time to rest. And the ironic thing is, okay, this is super ironic and probably terrible, but we bought the property that we own. It has two houses on it. It has our main house and then it has a cabin right next to it, maybe maybe 50 to 100 yards away, probably only like 50 yards at most. And Um, We let people in ministry and friends and family come and stay for free in the cabin to find rest. Like that's our heart is helping people find rest. And like I know the importance of it, but for whatever reason, I wouldn't let myself have that rest. Like talk about dissonance and not being aligned with what I say I believe and care about. Like my actions were just totally backwards. And so... I really started thinking a lot about what does that look like and what does balance look like and how can you ever balance life with family and business and self and team and all the things. And I I built my initial team all wrong. I was a terrible leader at the time. I thought I was doing what I was supposed to do and I just, I didn't get it. Um, now, oh man, I love leading now. It's, I, I have a phenomenal team that I absolutely adore, but that's, that's, stuff for a different day. But here's what I found is that for me to really find balance, I had to figure out what that looked like. 
Like I had to actually say, what really is balance? Like get really super duper clear about what balance looked like in my life. And for me today, right? Um, that means my whole schedule is flipped upside down. Thankfully, I have a husband who's a morning person who doesn't mind doing the breakfast routine and getting the kids out of the bed, out of their beds and ready to go in the mornings because I'm not so much of a morning person. <laughs> I do get up early, but I, I don't operate well in the mornings um, right away. I don't serve well right away in the mornings without some time to myself. And so my husband, he's amazing. He gives me space in the mornings. He does the morning stuff with the kids and he lets me, actually, this is the sweetest thing. So my love language is acts of service. And for those of you who are other fellow acts of service friends, uh, you'll understand why this really rings deep. Basically, it means I feel most loved when people do stuff for me. And my husband, every morning, not only does he give me the freedom to have that time, basically any time before 8 a.m. is mine. I can do with it as I, as I want. But he brings me coffee in bed. Like he literally makes me coffee every single morning and brings me a cup and he puts it next to my bed, whether I'm awake or not. Normally I'm awake by that point because I hear stuff when he wakes up. I hear it. I wake up. And um, oh, man, every morning it's just that little sign of love that he gives me that just, it's small. He's already making coffee for himself. So all he has to do is make a second cup, you know, pour a second cup, put some creamer in it and walk it over to me. But it just fills my tank in such a big way. When people do little things like that for me, it's amazing. So um, so he brings me coffee. Sometimes he even brings me breakfast. Oh, I love him. And um, and then I have basically a quiet time of prayer and reading and reflection. Sometimes I listen to a little music. Um, sometimes I play a little music. I just started doing that this week, if I'm honest. It's very recent. Um, I'm picking up the guitar again, which is funny because, yeah, that's another story. But um but I have time. I do I, I do try and start my day with prayer reflection. And I usually do a little bit of reading in there as well. Because if I'm honest, if I just try and go straight to prayer when I wake up, I tend to go back to sleep <laughs> instead of into prayer. And so a lot of that for me just looks like, you know, feeling, like feeling loved and gratitude and uh, just being really mindful about stuff. But um, that's my more, sometimes it's listening to music to really help me just really call myself, center myself. I don't know. You can use whatever words you want to that, but that's, that's definitely my time to meet with God and connect with God. And, um, it just, I love it. And then now, right now when I'm, so this, this changes based on the season. So today, after that, my goal is to get outside in the woods or to go down to the lake or to do something in nature, because I've found for me that being out in nature is amazing. Like it changes my entire day. I just, I connect with God in nature. I just feel alive in nature. It's been really good physically. Like I'm getting more active. I'm staying healthier. And um, it's just been absolutely wonderful. So uh, my second goal, unless it's absolutely raining or my body is completely wiped out, is to hike or to roller ski, which I know some of you have heard me talk about a lot, or to um, go down to the lake. I've been jumping into cold water. I don't know what's gotten into me, but I'm just, I'm just becoming this hippie. That's okay. And uh, I'm loving it. And then after that, I have my team meeting at 1030. And that's kind of when my workday starts. Sometimes it starts a little earlier than that. Sometimes it doesn't. Now, during the school year, 
which for me is a shorter school year than you because I homeschool my kids and we start in the middle of October because frankly, September and October here are glorious. So I don't start school again until the weather becomes terrible here because I want my kids outside playing as much as stinking possible because we only have a short summer here and it's winter for a long time and we have plenty of time to do school. So we start late. So somewhere around middle of October, give or take a few weeks, depending on the weather, we'll start school. So instead of going outside, at that point, I'll actually go and do homeschool. So I'll start with my quiet time in the morning, and then I'll homeschool school my kids. So you see this? Self, family, then team. Then I have my team meeting at 1030, and then I work with my clients, then I work with my free audience. And that kind of like sets the tone of my entire day, and it's helped me have amazing balance for right now. But here's the thing, here's the thing, and here's why balance isn't always super crazy possible. Like, I think there's a lot to do with, like, balance and routines. I definitely think routines help. But life changes. Things change, right? Seasons change. And so, like, if you're waiting and trying to find balance and thinking that once you find it, you're going to have it forever, oh my gosh, you're so wrong. Like, it's just not going to happen that way. And you're never going to come to this point of... uh ever feeling like you've you've like cracked the code to balance and um that's what I was telling my friend this morning and I'm like yeah what is balance like get a picture of what it looks like for you today but like when I would have a new baby I totally have to change everything like your situations change and seasons change and life changes and I mean even stuff small like okay now I'm teaching school instead so I'm gonna have to figure out how to get outside if that's really important to me because it's not gonna happen um, really, really early in the morning because one, it's dark and two, it's stinking cold in winter. Uh, and you know, three, it's, I've got school that I have to do for my kids. And so maybe I'll go after that. Maybe I'll go after my team meeting, whatever it is. But if that's really a priority, priority to me, and it makes a big difference, uh, for me in terms of like how I feel and my balance, which it really does, then I need to figure out a different way when I get to that season. So, for those of you who are thinking about, like if you've been thinking about how can I ever find balance and thinking about it as something to be found in the future that you figure out, man, you might figure it out. Like it's there right there today. Like, but what it looks like today is going to be different than what it looks like in another season and it's always going to change. And so more than anything, I really... I guess what I would recommend, this is this is why I think some people say balance is impossible, is try and figure out what is it you can do in terms of like, what do you need to really feel that rest and to really feel like you can operate at your best selves? And like, what are the things that are important to you in your life? And what does that look like in terms of your time and your energy and what you're doing? And how can you create that schedule now, right now? even before you feel like you have the freedom to do that, so that you can experience that today. Because I honestly believe that for a lot of us, balance, we don't have balance because we really aren't truly willing to do the stuff that gives us balance. And we're afraid that we won't be able to get the stuff done that we need to if we take time for ourselves. At least that was me. That was totally me. Like I just said, if I take time for self-care, then I wouldn't be able to do all the work stuff or whatever else. But here's the thing things still get done. They absolutely get done. And it forces me to look at my business more critically because I can't do 12 hours of working 
in eight hours, unless I'm more efficient, which honestly I kind of am. When I have to fit it in, I tend to get her done. But there may be things in your business that you say, you know what, this really isn't giving me results. Like all this free content, this is why I stopped blogging. All that free content, I stopped blogging and my results didn't change. That's not why my numbers went down. In fact, I haven't blogged at all the last couple of years, like I talked about in the last episode. And I've had incredible growth over the last two years in my business. Insane growth, really fast growth again. And I'm doing less. I'm doing less. And I think sometimes we stay busy and sometimes we say we don't have time for balance when really we're just really afraid to go after what we really want. And we don't have the focus, we don't have the clarity, and we make it harder than it needs to be. Maybe not. Sometimes things are just hard. Sometimes things are really busy, and you'll know if that's your situation or not. But sometimes it's just our choices. And, you know, I don't have an easy, I know that there's, some of you deal with mental health stuff. And, you know, I know that there's, there's some serious things out there. And I, I don't want to like sugarcoat things or make it sound easier than it is. But for, for you, you will know whether this is a, oh gosh, I can totally do this. I just haven't been for whatever reason, or I have my priorities misaligned versus, no, this is a serious thing that actually takes a lot of my attention. And there's a reason because there are definitely seasons in life. You know, if you got a newborn baby around, balance is going to look very different than right now where I don't have any more babies around. Like my youngest is two and a half and He's not a baby anymore and he, you know, he's not nursing. There's nobody who's physically dependent on me and there hasn't been for like a solid year and it's amazing. It's like I'm finding my body back and like who I am and my time because, um, you know, that that's just so, such a different season of life. So seasons change, life changes, our routines need to change. What balance looks like is going to change for us. But um, I do believe that we can find that peace enjoy even if it's not in a full morning like maybe you don't have somebody bringing you coffee in bed or whatever that's not why it's amazing it's because I'm making space to do something that makes me come alive and you know what makes you come alive and even if it's only 10 minutes like if you love getting outside in the woods even if it's just a 10 minute walk over your lunch break or you know everyone's got to eat instead of going down to a restaurant and having lunch or sitting in a cafeteria you know, make a sandwich, go eat outside, you know, change the environment. We can, there's so many little ways we can start building these practices into our lives. If we're just willing to take the effort to look at it, think about it, let go of our limiting beliefs, not be so lazy. Well, that's me. (laughs) I'm the lazy one who doesn't want to go out sometimes and just make it happen. So that's my, that's my, my charge to you is yes, balance. I do think balance is possible in most cases, Um, I do think that even in the craziest, busiest times, you can find moments that are going to fill you up. You can do some of that self-care. It might not look like, you know, several hours to yourself, but it might, you know, like for using the example of a young baby, maybe it's when you're nursing a baby, that's your time to sit and, you know, binge on some Netflix show that's that's totally guilty pleasure. I don't know. You know, we can find those moments or maybe that's when you sit and pray. That was a big thing for me when I nursed my babies is a lot of times I'd pray during that time because there just was like no, there was no time for a quiet time. Like there's just no margin for it. So I'd, I'd read a verse and I'd reflect on that or I'd pray or I'd listen to a song that really just moved me. Um, and that would fill me up again while I'm, (laughs) 
while I'm feeding a baby. You know, like we can find those moments. We can, we can, we can find things that fill us up many times, even in the darkest of days. Gratitude, gratitude is huge. We just have to be intentional about doing that. And if you aren't even sure how to start filling yourself up, I would start with gratitude or maybe journaling and just start just writing how you feel. You know, like what are you thankful for? You know, what's really rough right now? What's really frustrating? But what's really good too? And what what are the moments in your day where you feel the most alive or where there's at least a glimmer of joy or something that isn't terrible if your life is really dark right now? Uh, and trying to focus on the bright spots. Again, I keep talking about bright spots. Talked about them in our business. Now talking about them in our lives. And figuring out how to bring more of those bright spots into our lives is so valuable. So, yes, I do believe you can find balance. Yes, I think it can be found for anyone in any circumstance. But, yes, I think it's elusive in that it's not going to look the same today as it does a week from today or a year from today. And we have to be willing to change and shift in order to maintain that balance. Not only do we need it to maintain that balance, (laughs) but if we're going to be successful in our business, we've got to be really aware of those changes as well. And that is what I'm going to talk about in the next podcast episode, because, you know, our lives change all the time and so do our businesses. And I'm going to share with you a couple of massive changes that are happening in my own business and in how I'm looking at my personal brand And I'm really going (laughs) to talk about how I'm handling those in the next episode. So you're definitely going to want to catch that. If you haven't yet subscribed, definitely do that. If you found this podcast episode helpful or if you know somebody who's really been struggling to find balance um, and you want to, you know, hear more or share this with them, that would be awesome. I really appreciate it. I really do. That's a great way to say thank you to me is by spreading the word about the podcast, letting other people know about it. Uh, You can post about it on Instagram, send them a personal message, send them a text. You can use the little share button on the podcast app to share this podcast episode with whomever it is that you think might find it useful. Um, You can, you know, you can promote me on your massive platforms if you got them. I ain't got no shame in asking, (laughs) but really, any way you want to spread the word is appreciated. Um, genuinely. And uh, I do appreciate you listening. I hope that you've got some balance in your life. And we'll talk about balance in our business and changes in our business in the next episode. So I'll see you there, my friend. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second, if you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now, you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link that I will send to you via email. Now, this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff in the moment that's working, that's not. Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business. And I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen 
All you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is getthepodcast.com. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.